All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 421 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. And today, we're going to uh, just do a little preview of the Falcons hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars final preseason game. Um, basically, I want to try to keep this as short as possible. Usually, Fridays, I don't like to go too far with the episode. Let you guys enjoy your weekend. And uh, I just want to tell you basically what I want to see and what I don't want to see. I'll also uh, give you a few, um, you know, uh, position battles that may or may not, you know, be going on with the final game. Because after this game, we're basically going into 53-man roster and a lot of cuts are going to be happening. So I, I do I do expect a lot of surprises. Some, some players is going to get cut that people may not want to see. But uh, at the end of the day, it, it's a business and, and things like this happen. It sucks, but it happens. Nevertheless, we're going to get into the show. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is the first and free show. I am Via Bala. I can be found on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I'm also on YouTube and Rumble if you want to look at the visual side of the show. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and get into it. The... First and foremost, this is the last preseason game. I will be surprised if any bona fide starters play. I'm not sure if um, Mariota may take a snap. He may, may not. Usually, in the past, it usually be a situation where the third preseason game where the starters get the most reps, and the fourth preseason game is where everybody sit. <clears throat> now, we don't have a fourth preseason game. We only have three preseason games, so... Therefore, this may be the game where most of the starters may just sit. Like, you got Mariota. I don't expect Drake London to come back. Um, I don't think I don't even think Zacchaeus played for the most part. Kyle Pitts may not play. I, I, I will be surprised if you see those players come out and play for this, uh, the third preseason game. Uh, if, if it is, it's cool. It's good for the fans. But just to be safe, I wouldn't do it. Especially if you got guys that you know that's going to make the team. Uh, I the thing about the quarterback situation is, does Desmond Ritter get most of the reps? And if he doesn't, what about Felipe Franks? I'm not going to um pull any punches. I think Felipe Franks just need to go ahead and play tight end. After what I've seen in the game against the Jets, um, I see. I I think we already kind of knew why Felipe Franks was kind of moving the tight end. I think we got to see it for sure this go round. And um it's gonna to be tough because I don't know if, if Desmond Ritter should take most of the staff snaps because you know he's likely the you know, more likely he's the future of the football team. I mean, he's played very well in the preseason, just as well as Mariota. So you have two quarterbacks that, like I said before, I feel like these two guys could be one of them could be QB one easily. To be honest with you, um, a lot of people don't want to talk about the Desmond Ritter factor because, you know, you want to preserve your future. I get it. You want to be there to say, hey, I want this guy to be ready if our quarterback goes down. But there's no, nothing wrong with starting a, a, a rookie. But we did it before. But I, I digress. I don't want to go that far. So but who wants to put Desmond Ritter in for most of the game? Um, I'm not sure. You know, you always just want to play it safe. Uh, but like I said, with Felipe Franks, I mean, maybe he plays the majority of the game at quarterback. 
Um, even in the joint practice against the Jaguars, he's been playing tight end. And to me, I think he looks much better as tight end than, you know, a quarterback. So I think they just need to go ahead and put him. Hmm, they need to go to put him at tight end and just let it be. That That's just my opinion. I think they should do that. Uh, so I don't know what's going to go on with the quarterback situation. When you look at other um, factors of this game, uh, we may have a starter that's going to be playing probably most of the time. And that's Deion Jones. Deion Jones just came back from injury. He did a practice with the in the joint practices. He felt like he may have something to prove. So he may you may see a lot of him uh, in the game, probably at least the first quarter. And uh, I would say probably the first half max. And uh, just to get his bearings, get back into the flow of the game, get him back going to uh, football, you know, um, just get his football bearings back. So uh, that, that's one starter that we may see. You know, this circumstance is a little bit different than other uh, situations with potential starters. Um, the offensive line, Drew Dahlman, Matt Hennessy, uh, I know those two guys that are um, uh, that are probably vying for spots. Um I don't know who's uh um I I don't know who's uh competing against Caleb McGarry, but it seems like he's made done enough just to fall to, to just to keep that right tackle position. Jalen Mayfield is another one. I don't know who's uh going up against him for the spot, but Jalen Mayfield has been very off and on throughout the preseason. I, he looked really good in one game. He looked so-so in another. He got a couple of penalties in one game. It's just like you just don't know. But the word out there is Drew Dahlman and Matt Hennessy. For the most part, uh, I see Drew Dahlman probably going to take that. Chris Lindstrom is locked in. You got uh, Jake Matthews. He's locked in. But uh, as far as the center position, um, I've been hearing this for pretty much most of the preseason. Hennessy and Dahlman is probably going back and forth. Don't know who's going to be the starter there. So that's going to be um, interesting to see. Uh, linebackers, I talked about this in the last episode. You got a lot of linebackers here. We got 27 people that need to be cut. So you got a lot of guys that's going around that's, that's going to be playing that could be uh, – you know, I, I just don't know. You got a lot of people that's going around that could be able to uh, make the team, or you got a lot of guys that's, that's just probably going to have to get cut. We got like six or seven linebackers. Since we're going to a 3-4, we could find space for them because most of the linebackers that we have can play multiple positions at the linebacker position. I think it's one of the things that Dean P's been wanting to have, and it looks like that's going be, to be, uh, be the case. Ooh, excuse me. But um, with you have Rashawn Evans, uh, you got Michael Walker, um, Kiakowski, um, you know Troy Anderson, Landman, you know you got some guys here that can play linebacker pretty you know well. So um, with Deion Jones coming in, it's like I don't think, like I said, I don't think Deion Jones going to get cut. You know what I'm saying? But when you have a Michael Walker, Rashawn Evans, and and a couple others, then you start to think. I think Walker, Evans, and Jones is probably a lock. Probably even Troy Anderson. Probably a, they're, they're probably a lock. So that's four right there. So you need about maybe like five, I'm not going to say five, maybe like three more linebackers. So it may not be as depth heavy as, as we think. So 
that's just something to look at, look into. But I don't, I'm not sure about the position battles over there. It's, it's, it's kind of all over the place. Running back is another one that I've been talking, talking about. Uh, I know Quadri Allison got a lot of snaps. Uh, we still have Tyler Algier who's been looking good. Caleb Huntley is another one that's been looking pretty decent. But you know, one thing about that is when you got these running backs had actually been looking good, especially with the first team, you start to think like, okay this offensive line is probably not as bad as we think it is because they're actually running the ball pretty well. Uh, and actually, the protection is not as bad either. So what are we going to do with the running back situation? Um, you got three guys that I feel that's probably going to be on the bubble, Allison, Algier, and Caleb Huntley. That Those are the guys that I, that I think that's going to be on the bubble. You also have, you know, like um, – Oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. The running back that came from the Chiefs, uh, Damian Williams. He he's gonna be here. Cordell Patterson. They got him listed at running back, but Cordell Patterson can do everything. I wouldn't even be surprised if he's out there playing tight end at some point. But nevertheless, you got Cordell Patterson as well. Um, you you got what at least five running backs right now, and you got the Smith, the fullback. You're gonna classify him as a fullback, probably running back as well. So um, it, it, it doesn't look like that we're going to hold that many running backs on the roster. Like I said, you got 27 people that need that's going to be cut. So I would not be surprised is um, if Allison ends up like on the practice squad, Huntley, one of those two. I think Tyler Algier is going to make the team. Tyler Algier has been getting some pretty good snaps, and every time he's on the field, he's actually been looking pretty good. Uh, honestly, I think he got robbed of a couple of touchdowns because of the way the play was called in the last game, but that's that's another story for another day. But um, I, I, I feel that with Algier, actually, Algier and Allison looking pretty good together, um, it's going to be really tough. Allison may, like I said, he may end up on the practice squad, but it's going to be tough to even keep him on the practice squad because he 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 looked like he's been doing pretty. Him and Algier, Huntley had a shine as well, but it like Tyler Algier, Allison's been looking really good. But then when you turn around and have Cordell Patterson and Damian Williams, who guys who are, are known commodities commodities to be productive, is our running back situation is a very good one, you know. So I don't know how that's going to play out. At the end of the day, we may end up holding on to four of these guys, and one of them may go to the practice squad. You know, I, I we just just never know. You know, so it's just something to think about. Um, I want to talk about wide receiver and tight end before I go because I, I I think really, as far as the secondary go, I think the secondary is pretty much where it needs to be. I think the secondary is fine. I think we got rid of Trey Webb and I think we um dropped someone else um this past week. So I think as far as the tight ends go, I think we're gonna be not the tight ends, I'm sorry. As far as the secondary go, I think that's solidified. I think that's done. I don't think I don't think we're gonna see any more cuts on in the secondary. So when we go to wide receiver, you're looking at uh the the guy who stands out is, is from anybody is Bernhardt. I, I think there's very hard – it's a very hard situation. It's hard for me to believe as well that Bernhardt is not going to make the team. I, I don't believe that he, he's going to get cut. I, it's hard for me – but I think I said that backwards. Excuse me. It's hard for me to believe that Bernhardt will not make the team. 
I, I think that he will make the team. He's he's been phenomenal in the preseason and in practice. He's looked good in the 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 um position, not the position, but the one the one v one practices like against the Jets, and I'm pretty sure he's been doing pretty well um against the Jaguars. So when you look at what's going on with Bernhardt, I, I I see that I don't see how he not. You know, I think it's like what one, two, maybe three positions, because you still have. Uh, you have Drake London. You have Olamide Zacchaeus. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't see. Oh yeah, the, uh, <laughs> um, Brian Edwards. You get those threes are locked in. I, I I don't see anybody else. You know, taking you know, over overtaking those three. Those three are locked in. So you're probably going to have what two, maybe three more roster spots. And if that's the case, you're going to have Bernhardt. Uh, Frank Darby, Cameron Basin, Keyshawn Johnson, you know, the, the other Keyshawn Johnson, uh, Damian Bird. You got, what, one, two, three, four, five, six guys probably vying for three spots. Possibly three if they're going to go with six wide receivers. I, I think they're probably going to go with six. So, um, Bernhardt, Frank Darby, maybe Basin, maybe Keyshawn. You know, I'm, I'm, I, don't get me wrong. I like Frank Darby, but I don't see anything. It, it, it's, it's, it's not him. It's just I, I don't see anything. What Bernhardt is doing is what I expected Frank Darby to do. Honestly, I expect him to do that year one. I know there are some injuries that was kind of um, hindering him last year, but I, that's, I wanted to see Frank Darby do what Bernhardt is doing now, last year. Still, I haven't seen much of anything. Damian Bird did show some flashes. Barry Hill showing some flashes. Basin has looked pretty good. Keyshawn Johnson, I haven't seen enough of him. So I expect him to probably play more in the uh, Jaguars game. So I expect him to play in this game tomorrow. Um, before, and, and, and last but not least, I want to talk about the tight end situation. We got Hess, Fitzpatrick, and Pruitt. Hess looked pretty good. Um, Fersker looked good as well. I think Fersker's probably the guy that's probably has solidified his spot next to uh, Kyle Pitts. Um, so you got Hess, Fitzpatrick, and Purit. Uh, All these guys have looked pretty good uh, for the most part. Um, Hess has been out of the three. Hess kind of fell off a little bit, but I I think it's one position left in. It's going to be against Pruitt and Fitzpatrick. And um, the only way Pruitt looks like he's going to be the guy as far as tight end, you know, just being a tight end. But Fitzpatrick has looked good on other ends as far as being a blocker. And on I, I think he did a few things on special teams as well. I could be wrong. So that that's just my take on the tight end situation. Is it going to be Pruitt, uh, Fitzpatrick, uh, Fersker, and uh, Pitts? Obviously, they're going to be the two tight ends. So that's what we're going to be looking at. So that that's pretty much what it is. I don't care who wins or loses. I, I really want to see who's going to be out there on the field. I don't see much of anybody that's going to be there. Once again, this episode went longer than I thought it would. I like to try to hold you guys not too long on a Friday, but it is what it is. So let me know what you guys think. If you like this commentary, hit the like button. Share this podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, let people know what we're doing over here. The season is about to start, the regular season. Hey, look, we're at the last preseason game. We're going to see the other cuts following next week. We're going to talk about that as well. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, you guys will have a fantastic weekend. 
I'm going to get some stuff done around the house. If anything happens, I'm going to let you guys know via video. I'll have a video up on the YouTube channel if anything special. Once again, I'm on YouTube and Rumble, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you want to listen to the podcast, it's all there for you guys to check out. If you want to donate and help the channel grow, all the links are down in the description. Also, there's a Patreon where there's actually going to be a new episode of First and Frame Race Extra on the Patreon side of things. So if you want to don't, uh, be a patron and get that extra episode, that will be there as well. All right, y'all. I am going to get out of here. Thank you guys for watching and listening. I really appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.